Hallelujah,愿大家平安。Hallelujah,Peace Hallelujah, to everyone. However, because God, uh, humans have departed away from God, and there's emptiness in their hearts. So even if this world is beautiful, it cannot satisfy us anymore. And therefore, the Bible used the word vanity 73 times in the Old Testament to describe the emptiness of the world. In the end days, uh, the advancement of technology with the advancement of technology during the end days, we are now going to build a metaverse, uh, a virtual reality in 3D. In the metaverse, you can go anywhere you want without restrictions. You can buy things, you can fall in love, anything that you can do or you cannot do in the real world. Or you can even come up with an avatar that's different from what you look like. And this is so to satisfy your desires. But towards the end, as the Bible had already prophesied, that one, you will have a greater emptiness in you. And second, it will bring you a lot of pain. And not only is the metaverse and all virtual reality things are unreal, the Bible goes further to tell us the whole entire world under, this, under sin is virtual. It's temporary. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. And here Paul tells us that we are in this tent groaning. And here Paul used the word tent to describe our life or our physical body. We know that a tent is temporary dwelling. In the summer, when the weather is nice, we go camping for a couple of days. Unless you are homeless, uh, otherwise you will not be staying in a tent forever. And Paul describes that our our uh, life on earth is temporary. It's like living in a tent. And next, Paul used uh, the, the, the verbs clothing or clothe to describe our physical life. And here, Paul says, not because we want to be unclothed, but rather, but, but further clothed. What are we unclothing? One day we are going to put down our physical life. Ready Player One. Uh, a decade ago there was this sci-fi movie called Ready Go One. Ready Go and 
In that movie, you can put on a headset, a virtual reality headset, to go into a virtual reality world, and also you can put on a special clothing so that you can feel uh, in this uh, uh, VR world. For example, if you're being punched, you can feel the pain, and if you're being touched in this VR world, you can feel the touch. It's a special clothing that costs a lot of money in this VR world, and it's expensive. And once you put on this clothing, special clothing, you are you you have divulged into this VR world. You can feel the temperature. You can have emotions. And when you took off this special clothing, you have lost all senses. And what Paul tells us is that this entire world that we live in is virtual, it's not real. Why do we have emotions, we have feelings? It's because we have put on our physical self. And we are born into this physical body. Therefore, we have physical needs, we have emotions. And if you want to be happy physically, then you'll need to spend a lot of time and money on it. And Paul reminds us that don't forget, your clothing is temporary. And as you grow older, your clothing also becomes older. When you are young, anything that looks good to eat, you want to eat it. And when you get when you get older, when you get older, you lose your appetite. You uh, will lose your teeth. You can't eat anymore, and you you have bad health. When you are young, you want to watch and see everything. And when you grow old, your eyesight fails you. When you are young, you want to go everywhere. And when you're old, you don't have the energy to go anywhere. Because our clothing has become old. When your clothing has become old, it also signifies that your days in this virtual world is coming to an end. In fact, when humans come reach middle age, they should realize that they must prepare to meet and of course, you can deliver this very same message to the young ones, but they will not understand. When you reach middle age, when this clothing that you used to wear and it seems to fit you fine, it starts to break down. Uh, you don't spend all your time uh, surfing the internet for information or eat, take all kinds of supplements to make sure that you live a long life. You will die one day. Your body will gradually deteriorate. That is a fact. It also tells us that your time and the game that you're playing in this world is coming to an end. One year passed, that means one year uh, less to play This is because one day you have to take off this virtual clothing Your physical desires uh, for this world will one day go away as your clothing becomes undone. But thank God, if you are one who has been saved, one day when you take off your old clothing, you will put on a new one. So pursuing God is pursuing reality. Because this entire world is a virtual reality game. Who can give you what is real? 
Let's turn to James chapter 1, verse 6. James chapter 1, verse 26. James chapter 1, verse 26. 都是从上头来的，从众光之父那里降下来的，在他并没有改变，也没有转动的影儿。Sixteen, do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Seventeen, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning.这个雅各长老勉励我们呢。Here, Elder James encouraged us.十六节，亲爱的弟兄，不要看错了。it says here in 16, my beloved brethren, do not be deceived. Why? Because many brothers and sisters were deceived. While living in this world, we are pursuing for virtual things. For majority of our life, we have been pursuing for things that we will lose or things that will turn. If you have received something today and tomorrow it becomes a mist, would you still go after it? You spent a thousand dollars on a piece of clothing and one week later it turned into a water, would you still spend that money? Of course not. Because we have we have uh, a perception and depth. But today, however, we tend to lose all these. We have been deceived. We have spent most of our energy on something that's transient and virtual. So verse 17 encourages us. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. What is real, what is unchanging comes from Father. God, God can give us all kinds of gifts. That it is going to be perfect, it is going to be good. Today the gifts that your boss gives you or the world gives you can satisfy you for a short time, but it will be taken away from you. If you are given a six-figure salary, but you have to travel a lot of the times and you won't be at home, that, that is the price you have to pay. Uh, and the gift from God is not just a little, it will be a lot. And God will not only give you physical gifts, He will give you spiritual gifts as well. And God gives you physical gifts that's just enough for you, but will give you abundant spiritual gifts. You will have peace in this present life, and you will have hope in the eternal life. Most important of all, it will not change. And today, a lot of things, when people pursue after them, their value goes up. However, when people lose interest, the thing will lose its value. Because the value of the world is determined by man. When everyone is after it, it is precious. When everyone discards it, it's worthless. So we have to not be deceived. So what do we pursue that is of value? That all the days of our lives is virtual, is vain. And what is real is for us to strive to work for the Lord Jesus. Let's turn to Psalms 39. Psalms 39, 5. Psalms 39, 5. Indeed, you have made my days as handbreadths, and my age is as nothing before you. Certainly, every man at his best state is but vapor. And here in verse 5, it says that indeed our days are likened to handbreadths, 
That our age is as nothing before God. Indeed, our days on earth is likened to living in a VR world. The Bible tells us, in the book of James, it tells us, we have a lot of plans where we're going to go this year, next year, the year after the that where we're going to go to sell our merchandise. In fact, the Bible tells us we don't even know what will happen to us tomorrow. Before the pandemic strikes, had anybody predicted that there will be a pandemic? No. When the pandemic struck us, the did anyone predict that it will stay with us for so long? We all have plans for 2022. We can probably go somewhere now. But we're still in the middle of a pandemic. And the government tells us that two shots will be enough, but now we're into our third booster shot, and sometimes even fourth, fifth, or sixth. Because this pandemic is ongoing. You can't make any plans now. You thought that having your shots would be enough. There was a brother who has a good friend, a colleague of his, in his 50s, had already his third booster shot. He felt safe. And then he went to a gathering, uh, probably a family gathering, and he uh, uh, contracted the virus. And all of a sudden, he said he contracted the virus. And then, the brother received news that the friend has died. And the brother felt very sudden. And he was healthy in his 50s. And he had three vaccine shots, not none. So he not only had his two shots, but he had a third booster shot. But he still contracted the virus and died. It's not that he was being uh, careless. But there is just no rhyme and reason and logic to it. When your time on earth is up, um, there will be a various ways for you to die. You either die because of an illness or an accident, or some other ways. So the Bible tells us what is life like. Our days are so narrow. It's as narrow as a breath of our hand. We'll let you see a number. What does this number represent? You'll say, yes, it's 3,640. What does it represent? Think about it. What does this number represent? This is 70 years times 12. Sorry, it's not 70 times 12, but what is this? The average lifespan is 70 years. Uh, 70 years first multiplied by 12. Uh, then multiplied by 4. Uh, then it comes to this number. That is, an, we have an, on average 70 years. If you multiply by the month, in fact, the number is not big. And if you think about it, 70 years, how long is 70 years? 
if you divide it by uh, the the number of days, it's probably in the thirty something uh, days. If you divide it by month, it's going to be less. So what should be the center of our lives? Let's turn to First Corinthians chapter fifteen. 哥林多前书的十五章五十八节。哥林多前书十五章五十八节。哥林多前书十五章五十八节。哥林多前书十五章五十八节。哥林多前书十五章五十八节。哥林多前书十五章五十八节。哥林多前书十五章五十八节。
my life, my career. In fact, I am not working to get God's blessing because God has given me enough blessings. But indeed, every time I do holy work, God has blessed me abundantly. And He was very happy to share this with me. Even though it is hard and tiring to do the work of God, he told himself that I am doing this for God. And he said, if I were to do it for money, I probably wouldn't because I am too busy, I have enough. But if this work is for God, then no matter how tired I am, I will still do my best. Because this is not in vain. The things that you do in this world, you cannot, you cannot take them with you when you die. However, living on earth, we still need money. Yet money is not the ultimate goal of our life. Let's turn to Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. 13. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. It says here that there is a voice from heaven. This is a voice from heaven, not from the earth. And says to me, write this down, it's very important. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. In fact, each time the church holds a funeral, we should all be joyous. If the deceased is a brother or sister, we should be joyous. Because they are blessed for dying in the Lord. Because once they die, there is a conclusion. If you can hold on and maintain to God till the day that you die, then you have been saved. Today we are still free to depart from God. Today, tomorrow, if you decided not to believe in the Lord, you still have that chance. You can still be tempted to sin. But those who have died, they will no longer depart from God and they will no longer be tempted. What is more precious is that they have rested from their labor. They don't have to be tired anymore. And their works follow them. If you don't work in this world, then there will be nothing to follow you. Then it will be very unfortunate. In heavenly kingdom, not everyone is the same. There are some people who are barely saved, but there is no blessing in heaven. And there are some people who are saved abundantly. Because they have accumulated a lot of treasures by working for the Lord while on earth. This is the most precious. Brothers and sisters, a new year has started. Let us have determination. Let us ask ourselves how many how much time do we have left? The Bible already tells us an average life span of seventy years of those who are healthy or stronger is eighty. If you are in your fifties, then you have already passed eighty percent of your lifespan. If you are in your sixties, then you have already passed ninety percent of your lifespan. So how much time left do you have? You have to deduct the time you sleep, deduct the time that you are sick. So how much time left? Our Lord Jesus is coming. And before his coming, there is going to be a great persecution. And the church will not operate. And when you want to do holy work, then you won't be given the opportunity. Therefore, seize onto the opportunity. This is very important. Third, beauty is virtual. Spiritual beauty 
is forever. Let's turn to Psalms 39. Psalm 39, verse 11. Eleven, the rebukes you correct men for iniquity, you make his beauty melt away like a moth. Surely every man is vapor. It tells us another thing that is uh, 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 unreal. That is, that is beauty, it will melt away. Why? Because human lives are short. When a person is young, he looks, he or she looks beautiful, and they will smile beautifully. However, as they age, things change. When people age, it's not really easy for them to dress well. And they have to know how to dress so that they look younger. Of course, it is well if you could dye your hair, put on makeup to make yourself look younger and more youthful. However, all these worldly beauty will pass one day. What won't change? A person's virtue, spirituality will not change. Let's turn to Proverbs 31. Proverbs Chapter 31, verse 30. Charm is deceitful, beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. The Bible is full of wisdom. It says here that charm is deceitful. And in metaverse, you can buy a good skin, good looks, good clothing, so that your avatar will look beautiful. But that is unreal. What about now? In fact, there is a trend nowadays. There are some internet celebrities, they would sing and dance uh, on the internet and they'll be famous. Why? Because they are beautiful to look at. And with certain software to, 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 to enhance their looks, they will look beautiful and therefore will attract a lot of followers. And if by accident they have turned on this specific function, and they will look at their real self and they will lose followers. Uh, girls, when they take pictures, they don't like certain cameras because there is no enhanced functions. And if your picture looks make you look like you're 30 years older, then it's no good. But if you have a software that help you enhance your looks, make you look younger, that will be fine. Beauty is good, but it does not last. Especially our young um, brothers, you have to uh, spend some time studying this verse. When you're looking for a wife or for a spouse, do not emphasize on outer appearance. And of course, sisters, our young sisters, you should also pay some attention to your outer appearance. It's not that the uglier you are, the more spiritual you are. There are some sisters, when they go matchmaking, they think that outer appearance does not matter. 
However, brothers, you cannot place emphasis on outer appearance only. When you ask them what conditions you're looking for, requirements you're looking for, they said nothing as long as they are good spiritually. And of course, the matchmaker, being very innocent uh, and simple, believe that and, and arrange the two. When they meet, they disagree. Why? Because they place emphasis on outer appearance. And it is good to have a good faith, but what's more important is to have a good outer appearance. What does it mean to have a good outer appearance? When you look at the person longer, you get used to it. And personality-wise, if you're comfortable with it, that's fine, and, and, and you're okay with their looks. Do not look for someone who is charming and beautiful. And the girls outside of the church, they certainly spend a lot of time uh, on their outer appearance. And our sisters in church are, tend to be more conservative. But let me tell the brothers, it's the sisters of the church who don't, don't pay attention. If they were to pay attention to the outer appearance, they will be very beautiful. What is more important is that our sisters are women who fear the Lord. If you fear the Lord, your family will be blessed. Therefore, do not emphasize on outer appearance. You have to look at their spiritual beauty. And for brothers who are married, you take a look at your wife, you feel that their skin is getting uglier. Why have they put on more weight? And brothers, you're not being fair because she spent her time in the kitchen so, so much that all this oil from the cooking affects her skin. And especially if you like deep-fried foods. And why would the sisters have put on weights? Because she has given birth to a number of children. And if you accuse your wife of being fat, then take a look at your own belly. So forbear one another. Your wife works very hard. And if your wife looks like she has aged quite a bit, then why not take some chores off her hands? Why not buy some good skincare products for her so that she can take care of herself? And your wife probably worries too much. Why don't you take some of that worry? That is what a real man should be. And otherwise, if you detest your own wife and go onto the internet and start looking at beautiful young women, there are some men who don't dare to have a, 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 an affair. They're afraid of going to hell. But they're willing to spend time on the internet looking at inappropriate things. If you take a look at those internet pictures and you have sexual desires, then it's likened to committing uh, an extramarital affair. And our Lord Jesus said that this is adultery. And that is why the Bible tells us that don't look at anything that's virtual, that's unreal. The one at home, your wife, is the real one. Treat her well, treat her nice, and spend time with her. That is what you should be doing. Same for the sisters. Do not find comfort from Korean dramas. And you think that your husband is not understanding and is not uh, emotionally connected with you. And you often quarrel with him. You probably don't want to spend time with him, but would rather be spending that time watching dramas. And especially if you uh, notice that uh, the, the Korean actors, they tend to be fair and pretty good looking. Uh, 
Um, a few, I think a couple days ago, there was a Korean actor who came to Vancouver to film a show, and I think there are a lot of people went to see him. And sometimes, because women are not satisfied emotionally, they tend to carry themselves into a drama. This will not bring you happiness. We have to return to God. Husband and wife must pray together. And husbands must change. And wives must also change. And our hearts should be on each other, should be on each other. That is real. And fourth, wealth is also virtual. Let's turn to Proverbs 23. Proverbs 23. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4. Four, do not overwork to be rich because of your own understanding. Seize. Five, will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings and they fly away like an eagle toward heaven. It tells us here that the money of this world are vain. If you spend all your time on earth chasing after wealth, then your life is in vain. Some people ask, is money really uh, vain and, and virtual because it can, we can use it to buy a lot of things? And the money that the government subsidizes you with, is it virtual? Let's take a look at what is money. And money is a medium that you use to barter. The value of the money is decided when the government prints it. And the money has value because the government is behind it. And uh, uh, years ago, the money is actually backed by gold. Before a government can print money, the government must first use gold as a deposit. And since uh, money has uh, no longer connected to gold, then government can print money as they like. So today's government, they don't require a gold reserve to print money. For the past years, because of the pandemic, the Canadian government has printed a lot of money. If you have research into this, and if you check from 2020 onwards, the Canadian government has printed three $337 billion. So, so since the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, the government has printed $3,370 billion. Sorry, $370 billion. This is all printed. So why are things so expensive today? Because the supply of money has increased. Because the supply of money has increased, the money is worthless now. When you have a lot of certain things, it becomes worthless. So don't you think money is virtual? Not only are cryptocurrencies virtual, but the money that the government prints are also virtual. But because they are backed by the government, the government has not gone bankrupt. And that is why they still have some value to it. One day when everything passes and everything goes back to zero, the money 
that government backs will also have no value. So let's talk back about the life of a Christian. We need to work, we need to work hard. We need to earn money, we need to save money. But our goal in life is not to accumulate a lot of wealth. Let's turn to First Timothy chapter six. First Timothy chapter six, verse six. First Timothy chapter six, verse six. Six. Now godliness with contentment is great gain. Seven. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Eight. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. It tells us what is virtual, what is real. The money of this world are virtual. What is real? The heart to serve God, to And if you have a if you have a godly heart, then you'll be content. Do not be too busy. Do not be so busy that you don't have time for your family. Do not be so busy that you don't even have time to eat. Because you brought nothing into the world. And you will carry away nothing. That is why verse 8 says, Having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. There are some people who have a lot of money, but they don't want to spend it on food and clothing. They are very thrifty. And they still have a lot of money in their bank account. One day, they can't carry all these away with them. So why bother? And that is what the Bible tells us, what is real and what is virtual. And when it's time for you to use it, use it wisely. And to spend money on your family, on church, that is the most important. So what is unreal? This world is not real. What is real? God is real. And the spiritual realm is the most real. Finally, I'd like to give you a testimony. It is a testimony I heard during a pandemic when I was attending a seminar. At the beginning of the pandemic, there was a sister, she was at home. She spent a lot of time praying. And because it was during the pandemic and there was a lockdown, there was nothing she could do. She often listened to the sermon and prayed and was filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Lord Jesus gave her a vision. The Lord Jesus gave her a vision of the end of the world. And we often hear about such visions, and there are people who have actually seen it. But when they speak it, it's usually described to us. The sister, she is an artist. So she spent several months drawing down on paper what she had seen in her vision. 画的时候，画的时候没有办法完全跟灵界里面看的一样。And of course, what she put down on paper is not going to be exactly the same of what is happening in the spiritual realm.但是至少是可能很接近。But at least it's pretty close.我们看第一个图啊。Let's look at the first picture.第一个图就是她这个这个姐妹，她看到灵界里面，她自己在一个很空旷的地方，一个很黑云、乌云密布的一个场景。and the first picture we see is the sister. She saw herself in this vast empty space, and it's very dark. It seems that the sky was covered with dark clouds, and a storm was coming. Second picture. She painted it herself. She all of a sudden she saw a lightning strike from one side of the sky to the next. And this this lightning was very bright and it certainly lights up the sky. And next, 
And once the lightning struck, the heavens start to open up. And there was a cross in the sky. And there was a ray of light that shone from the cross right down to the spot when she was standing. At first, it was really dark and she was scared. And because of that ray of light that shone upon her, it brightens up. And she noticed that at the very top was a cross. The fourth picture. And she saw this cross began to turn red and it glows. And this color of red is like into blood and it left a deep impression on her. She knew that it must be the precious blood of Jesus. That the precious blood of Jesus has given humans uh, salvation. And next is where the light is. It's shown and keep coming down. And around her, it was dark, and all of a sudden, fire starts burning. And the end of the world came. And she was very afraid. She was wondering what was going on. She could hear screams, human screams. And this light that shone from the sky, it protected her. And she knew that this ray of light is the light of God. It is the true church of God. Not only she was protected, but anyone who is in that light is protected. In another picture, the sixth one, she saw that there was a big mouth in the fire. And that mouth seems to want to devour anyone and everyone who is being thrown in. And people who are not going to be saved, they will be thrown into that mouth. And there was fire burning. It looks terrifying. And the sister herself, she was protected because she was in the light. But she could not forget the scene where she saw the, the mouth of the beast swallowing up humans. And after this, after this vision, and she spent a few months um, drawing down all these uh, all the, all the scenes that she has seen in the vision. And if you have a chance to hear her testimony, it will be much clearer. She saw this in the spirit. And this is all in accordance to what is recorded in the Bible. The end of the world will come. And the true church, the light of God, will protect us. And God will elevate us to enter into his heavenly kingdom. If you are not saved, you cannot be saved. You will be thrown into the lake of fire. This is very real. Oh, things that happen in the spiritual realm is very real. And brothers and sisters, do you believe in virtual or do you believe in reality? If you believe in spiritual reality, then you should adjust your life from today onwards. Let us sing hymn number 521.